Hello and welcome to Love Signals. My name is Michaela McDonald and I will be your host as we continue this journey of exploring all the ways that love is sending signals to us and through us. All right, everybody, welcome back. Here we are, episode 14. How are you? How are you feeling? What's going on in your world? I hope you're well. I hope that you listened to our last episode. I'm very fond of that one. We talk about the stars, we talk about deep space, we talk about the James Webb telescope. It's pretty exciting stuff. Today's episode, we're going to come back to Earth, (laughs) and I want to really dig into the details and nuance of the Tigger Yes. This is something that I've talked about in previous episodes, just little snippets here and there. But today, I want to go into it in depth. I want to spend some time with this concept of the Tigger Yes, because I think it is so profound and it's so fun. And yeah, I just want to spend time sharing it with you all. So the Tigger Yes, this all came into clear view when my partner Dylan and I were talking about life and talking about decisions and kind of trying to figure out what to do in certain situations. And I shared with him this idea that I've heard so many times of, you know, if it's not a hell yes, then it's a hell no. And I've heard that so many times in my life. And I remember every time I've remembered that concept, I've been like, oh, that is so clear, right? If it's not a clear yes, if it's not a hell yes, then it's no, then it's no. Like why, why get caught in dilemma? Why try to, you know, figure it out? after that initial clarity, right? Either it's a hell yes or it's a no. But I find that throughout my life, I've struggled to remember that phrase. I think maybe partly just because it's been my life and my journey, but I also think I've struggled to remember that phrase because it doesn't, like it doesn't click for me. It just doesn't resonate or register. And as he and I were talking, I realized, oh, I think part of that's because hell yes doesn't isn't really how I talk. And it's not even really necessarily like a yummy feeling in my body when I imagine, ooh, a hell yes. Like, I don't know, hell, hell to me is like a negative connotation, right? And uh, I sometimes I say, heck yeah, you know, <laughs> that, that resonates. Um, but even that, it's like, it's, it's um, feels diluted from, from the truth of what's really being described here and what's really trying to be pointed out here. And so I think there's a way that because it's like, I didn't feel it in my body. It just didn't quite resonate with, with me and my heart and my mind and how I think of things. It just never stuck. And I had trouble remembering that idea that, wow, if it's not a a hell yes, as in like a full body, absolute, super clear, really strong. Yes. Then it's a no. And so we started to talk about other experiences where we've each felt that like, ooh, that yes, that really strong yes. And I shared this very fond story that I have that my mom tells me often about me when I was younger, that when she would take me shoe shopping, I particularly remember when we go to this really nice little sneaker store in Old Town Cottonwood, Arizona, and I'd be trying on all these different shoes, you know, because kids, man, kids grow. And so they just keep needing new shoes. <laughs> it's really a thing. I was really into vans at the time. I remember I was trying on all these different shoes and 
she's told me she would wait until I basically started acting like Tigger, Tigger, the Winnie the Pooh character who bounces around and is just like so springy and happy and just like full of joy, just ding, 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 so excited. She would wait until basically I was acting like Tigger to know that we had found the right pair of shoes. She waited because I'd kind of come out and I'd walk and be like, mm, these are okay. And I guess they could work. And, but then eventually I'd try and that perfect pair and I'd just be like, oh my gosh, I think these are the ones I really like them. And I'd be running up and down the aisles and jumping up and down. And, um, and more than even all that body movement, I think it was probably very evident on my face, like the smiling, the, the lit up that kind of alive energy. And so I was telling Dylan about that and he's like, oh, it's like a Tigger. It's like a Tigger. Yes. That's, that's what we're talking about. It's like a Tigger. Yes. You had a Tigger. Yes. To those shoes. And that's what we're talking about trying to find when it comes to all these other situations in life. And oh my gosh, you guys, that phrase Tigger. Yes. Is so resonant for me. I just, he said it and I was like, oh my gosh, that's it. And it just felt like such a beautiful moment of collaboration and of our minds coming together and more than creating something, it felt like we discovered something that was already there. And what I love about this idea of the Tigger Yes is that it's something that I feel so vividly in my own body and I feel it so vividly um, from, from having experiences of it. I know what it feels like. And that's something I really want to highlight today. If this feels like a new concept to you or a foreign concept to have that like full body. Yes. That Tigger. Yes. Then it's something I invite you to explore and to start looking for, because there are probably moments in your life where you feel like a really strong yes to something, but maybe you aren't paying attention to what that feels like. Maybe you don't have, you know, a mom there to feel like, oh my gosh, there you are. This is clearly a yes. These are clearly the right shoes, right? And so be that feedback loop for yourself and start to kind of be like a little, a little curious discoverer with yourself and notice the times where you do feel that full body. Yes. That tigger. Yes. And notice, okay, how do I know that this feels like a yes? I have it so clearly mapped for myself. There's like a feeling of warmth and lightness and expansion that happens kind of around my heart or the center of my chest. I can't help but smile. Um, I feel almost like a tingly, bubbly, like like it's almost like I get taller or I lift off the ground a little bit. I just feel, ee! it's very, it's very clear. It's very distinct for me. So I invite you to explore what is it like for you? Maybe your Tigger Yes has similar flavors as mine. Maybe it has its own whole unique set of qualities of sensations you feel in your body, of emotions that go along with it, facial expressions, body posture. Just notice these are all areas where we can look for kind of the ingredients. What goes on with my breathing? What goes on with my posture? What goes on with the tone of my voice? what goes on with my energy levels. All these things are awesome areas to look at for data when we're mapping what anything may feel like for us. In this situation, I'm emphasizing exploring the Tigger Yes. What is that like for you? Map it for yourself. So as I've been living into this Tigger Yes more, 
because this, I think we really got clear about this back in March, March, early April was when the Tigger Yes phrase came into being. <laughs> and as I've been living into this idea more and more, I love so many things about it. And I want to highlight some of those here for you all. So one, I really love how simple it is. There's a way, but it doesn't mean it's easy. That's something that um, I'm, I'm on to a new book <laughs> and I'm reading The Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. He's the creator of The Daily Stoic, which is a YouTube channel and a newsletter. And he's written numerous books about Stoicism. And The Obstacle is the Way is a concept that they talk about a lot in Stoicism. And in his book, he frequently talks about, you know, these are simple, but not easy, right? There can be so many simple solutions for how to live our lives to the fullest, you know, with the greatest level of integrity, all of that but they may not be easy. And so I feel like the Tigger yes is that, right? It's it's simple, right? If it's not a Tigger yes, then it's a no. But it's not always easy because there are these layers that can come up of the mind that want to justify why we should go against that Tigger yes, why we should go against our heart. And I actually feel like there's such a gift in having the Tigger yes be so well-defined because then in a way, as it stands resolute in my heart, it provides profound contrast to any of the other things that might want to lead the way or control what I'm doing with my day-to-day -day life, with the bigger picture for my life. The Tigger Yes is so clear that anything other than that makes itself known. And I can see it more clearly for what it is. Oh, that's not me. That's not my heart. That's what I think this person wants me to do or what I think uh, this culture wants me to do or, or what I agreed I would do at that point in my life, you know, when I was a kid or whatever it was. And it's so beautiful. It's like all the debris, all that clutter of opinions and pressures and obligations and shoulds starts to fall away. And I'm just left with the ticker. Yes. Now that can be uncomfortable, right? <laughs> it can be uncomfortable to go against what, um, what other people want for us, especially because we, we do want to be in harmony with our coworkers, with our friends, with our family, with our loved ones, with our culture. And two, this brings me to two, the Tigger Yes, I really do feel like there's a positive ripple effect that comes from the Tigger Yes. And so as we stand in that Tigger Yes, as we follow that, as we're being true to ourselves, right? That's part of what I'm really talking about. Being in integrity, being true to yourself. I can't help but notice and imagine the possibility of how that creates a positive ripple effect. The more I'm standing in my truth, living from my heart, the more I empower others to do the same. And it may not happen right away. It might be further down the road, but it feels so true to me. It feels so right to me that something so, so honoring of our heart, so honoring of this clear message that's coming through would have a positive effect on others. 
that, that just, it makes sense to me. It feels right in my heart. And it's something that Dylan and I talk a lot about. And I think that idea of, wow, me living from my Tigger Yes isn't just a gift to me. It's also a gift to others. That helps me to feel more inspired to really live from that place because it's not just about me. It's not just how it's going to benefit me in my life and screw everybody else. It's no, this is actually me, me putting in the energy, the effort to do something that's for the good of all. And so I love this idea, the positive ripple effect of being true to our hearts and true to that Tigger Yes. The other piece, I guess number three, that I love about a Tigger Yes is that it feels like the more I'm engaging with it, the more it's helping me practice and cultivate trust. Trust in myself, trust in life, trust in God. I remember specifically Dylan and I were on a hike and we didn't really know exactly where we were. And we thought, okay, we could turn around. We've been going for a while. This is a lovely hike. We could turn around or we could keep going because this is probably a loop. We just don't know how much further it is. And we were really enjoying the idea of the Tigger Yes that week. I remember we had been talking about it a lot. And he's like, well, wait, what does your Tigger Yes say? What is your, what's your Tigger? <laughs> what's your Tigger say? And I just take a moment. And, and for me, you know, as like a little side note here, when I hike for especially long times, especially the kind of hikes that are out here in Yucca Valley, there's a lot of sand and that can be hard on um, one of my ankles because I was born with a club foot and had an, an incredible surgery that helped correct it. And it's amazing. I can run, I can dance, I can do so much. Um, but that ankle can get a little sore and, and tired when I go on longer hikes, especially where the, the ground is really soft like that. I think it asks a lot of that ankle, which is ultimately really awesome, but there can, there can be real repercussions for, for going on a longer hike than I expect. Um, and so I took a moment and I just felt this strong sense of, I want to keep going. I want to keep going on this trail. We don't know how long it's going to be, but I just, I feel good. I trust whatever comes next. And I, I feel good about going into the unknown here. And oh my gosh, it was such a wonderful hike. It was so beautiful. And it felt like it was just the right amount of hike that was left that we did. And it felt so wonderful to be delighted and surprised by what we experienced. And that to me is such a wonderful experience of the Tigger Yes, because so often I think when we listen to our hearts, it can lead us into the unknown. It can lead us into new territory. Or often, you know, territory that, that it's not like it's sanctioned by others. You know, it's not like, yes, this is what we've approved of for you and we'd like you to pursue it. It's like, no, it's, I'm going with my own heart. I'm going on my own path. And it's just going to be me and my heart and God there. That's, that's it. And, oh gosh, you know, who knows, who knows what's going to come from that. And there's such wonder that's possible in that space. And I really felt that on that hike. And I feel like this is part of what I'm enjoying so much about exploring Tigger Yes and living from that place is that I see how it's actually giving me opportunities to gather proof, to gather data and evidence that I can trust my heart and I can trust God 
How cool is that? Right? Like what a beautiful gift to, and, and how beautiful too, that all these parts connect, like listening to your heart, listening to your tigger. Yes. Also brings you into deeper connection with God and deeper sense of trust in life and a deeper sense of wonder about what will unfold for you in your life. So this is all so juicy. It gets me so excited. Um, I'm going to look at my notes to see if there's anything else. Oh yes. Choice. Oh my gosh. Choice and empowerment. This totally relates, right? We're talking about the Tigger Yes is that fork in the road. Do I want to listen to what feels like a Tigger Yes, a full body Yes? Or do I want to listen to maybe the, the obligations I feel or they're like, oh, maybe no, I really should do this. Or I really should do that. Or, oh, it's going to be easier if I do this or easier if I do that. Right? That's a, that's a choice in, in your path. That's a fork in the road. And part of what I love about the Tigger Yes is that it reinforces this, this deep truth that we do have choice and we are empowered. And the thing is, it's not like, <laughs> I just really want to, yeah, I'm glad I'm going to say this. It's not like if you ignore your Tigger Yes, you're going to feel horrible <laughs> and like everything's going to go wrong and you're going into a path of darkness, right? It's like we're allowed to squiggle on our path. It's not a straight line up and out. It's, it's, it's waves. It undulates, it, it ebbs and flows. And so I actually think for me, there's been times in the past few months where I've ignored the Tigger Yes. And that's been incredibly helpful to realize like, oh man, that's what it feels like when I ignore the Tigger Yes. That's what it feels. Okay. That's really good to know. More data, right? That's, that's really good to know. That's what it feels like when I ignore that. And I find myself too finding that there's layers and layers of bringing this Tigger Yes, this idea of deep integrity with my heart into how I'm living, into how I'm being. Because there's so, you know, all the tiny moments are what make up our lives. And so to be in integrity in all those little moments is, I guess it's a goal of mine really. And I find myself moving towards that more and more. And with more ease. And I think part of that is as this Tigger Yes becomes more of the dominant flavor of my life, it's filling in all those little nooks and crannies, all those little places. And so I just can't wait to see what comes next from this. One thing I'll say is that the Tigger Yes has, has been incredibly helpful to me, especially when kind of that storm of opinions, of worries, of, you know, just like, ah, all the pressures, all the shoulds, all the concern about making the right choice can cloud my awareness. And that Tigger Yes, for me, has actually felt like this beautiful, quiet, safe harbor in my own heart, in my own being. And when I get quiet, I feel like I know that I'm okay. I know that I'm loved. I know that there is still goodness here and that there is a path forward that can be deeply in integrity and deeply honoring of my heart. And so, yes, there's joy. Yes, there's giddy delight in the Tigger. Yes, and there's also this deep, 
strength in it as well. All of this reminds me of Martha Beck's book, The Way of Integrity. She's talking about, you know, living from integrity. And I think one of the kind of exercises she presents or something that she did was she didn't lie for, I think, an entire year. She was like, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say anything that's not true for an entire year. And she played with, okay, what does that mean by, you know, lying by omission? How does that work? I forget exactly what she said about that, but this idea of, okay, let's see what happens when I just really stay in integrity with myself and I'm deeply honest with myself. And I guess that's really what a take or yes ties to is being honest with ourselves, not deceiving ourselves into thinking, oh no, no, this is fine. I'm okay with this. (laughs) Or, oh no, this is the right thing to do. But to really, really get honest and do what feels right to us. And to know that that can change and ebb and flow and evolve. So I invite you all to play with this idea, to be open to insights, to what this idea of the Tigger Yes brings to your life. And maybe it's the most fun and the easiest to play with it in simple moments where the stakes are really low, right? You know, you have a free couple of hours and you're just like, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? And maybe that's when you check in with your Tigger Yes. Ooh, what is, what would the Tigger Yes be to, to do this right now in this moment? Or maybe you want to bring in this idea of the Tigger Yes with something that's a little more high stakes of, you know, do I plan that trip? or, or not, or maybe you bring in the Tigger Yes when it comes to, um, when you have a conversation with somebody. So you really get to play with this. You get to make it your own. Of course, as I, as I've emphasized in past episodes, anything I'm presenting to you here, I want you to do what feels right to you. If something feels good, run with that. If something doesn't run, run with not doing it. (laughs) Um, and and just stay curious. I think that's the biggest piece. If you feel strong resistance to anything that I share or anything that comes up in your world, get curious about that. Sometimes resistance has a lot of information and there's a deeper truth that our heart wants to share with us there. The other thing I want to say is as you play with this, if you play with this, remember that you are, you are giving yourself the opportunity to gather proof that you can trust your heart, that you can trust life, that you can trust God. And to me, that's part of what love signals is about. And to really tie this into love signals, I really feel like the Tigger, yes, that phrase felt like a love signal coming through. It was like, we're going to give you language for something that has, you know, popped up in your awareness at different moments in time, but we want to give you a a word for it because how powerful are words? How powerful is language? When we have a way to specifically identify something, we're able to think about it so much more. We're able to look for it. We're able to live into it. And so that's that's part of what feels like such a gift here. And a Tigger, yes, does feel like a love signal. Not just the name, but the experience of it. That does, to me, feel like love communicating to me and helping me be guided through life to know where to show up, where to put my attention, where to put my energy so that I can really live my best life and really be in service to the greater good. So 
The Tigger, yes. <laughs> it's pretty great. I also want to share some love letters with you all. There's actually two that I decided I wanted to share today. I'll start with one from August 11th of 2020. And this one was about choice. And that felt like it was just such a beautiful tie-in to the Tigger, yes. And it's also about like feeling good in my body. And that also reminds me of the Tigger, yes, that alive feeling in my body. So here it is. I choose to love myself and my love is also automatic and inevitable. Like breathing, it can be influenced and deepened, but it will happen all on its own. What a pleasure to be alive in the small and profound ways. Hearing music, watching Karen's cat nap in the sunshine next door. Feeling the gentle moisture in this still morning time air. The brilliant yellow glow of the sun through the sunflowers. The flash of dragonfly wings. Some lazy hammer sounds from the roofer to the south. My bare feet feeling breezes between my toes. The warmth of my tea. Green with mint. What a pleasure to be here. And my being and body allow for me to be here. And my gratitude blossoms as a luscious, multi-layered flower of love. I love life. And I love myself. Mm. That's a really lovely one. Ah, the next one I want to read to you all is from a few days prior. Let's see here. Yes. It is from August 8th, 2020. Smell the sweetness of the summer earth. Hear the birds chirping to one another. Feel the dry breezes that blow your tiny hairs in little circles. Taste the familiar dust as the leaves twirl. And know, in every way, every moment, through every sound, smell, taste, touch, and sight, you are loved. The earth and sky are sending you love letters in each falling leaf and beetle. The whole of existence is the expression of this love. It's all a love letter. Go read it. Mm. That's a really wonderful one. <laughs> so I feel like, you know, both of those love letters to me emphasize, one, the joy of summer, right? The joy of summer, all that, all that detail of all those sensations the sounds, the smells, the sights. And I feel such a warmth and lightness in my heart. And this is something that I invite you all to do anytime you have any experience, really, but especially when you have positive experiences, going back to mapping, mapping the Tigger, yes, mapping your experience. Take time to notice, wow, what do I feel? You know, sometimes we just want to be very succinct and we say, oh, I feel good. I feel happy. But what is it? How do you know that you feel good? How do you know that you feel happy? The more specific we can get, the more intricate we can get with our understanding of our experiences, the more we can follow those threads, right? Then we know when we're really locked into that happy feeling or that tigger yes feeling. And so 
I invite you to notice, what do you feel as you hear those love letters? What do you, what do you feel as you go about your day and you're, you're met by moments of delight? You know, a yummy smelling flower, a, a giggling baby, a, a cat sunning itself on the porch. What, what do you feel? And I notice even just after reading those, I feel this like warm kind of almost feels like water expanding in my chest and just this like, ah, it's a calm, content feeling. My face feels relaxed, but also kind of uplifted and happy. And I feel relaxed, like my skin is just relaxed. So notice what's it like for you? Map your experience. That's such a beautiful way to come into greater intimacy with your own heart, with your own soul, I feel. There's a note here in this journal after the, uh, the actually the first love letter I read to you all, after the August 11th love letter, where I'm quoting something from a book, and this will be a little teaser of um, perhaps another book I'm going to spend some time with again. From Your Life is Art, which is the book, what have you decided to make your life about? What a wonderful question. I want to leave you all with that. What have you decided to make your life about? Your Life as Art is a beautiful book written by Robert Fritz. And he's written um, The Path of Least Resistance. That's a is much more popular book, but your life as art is really interesting because he applies the creative process that composers, sculptors, painters, writers use. And he talks about applying that process to your very life. What if you saw your life as art, your life as a creative process? And so from that bigger question, he asks this question, what have you decided to make your life about? And I feel like that does tie into this concept of the Tigger Yes. Because in a way, maybe that's what I'm answering that question with. I'm making my life about the Tigger Yes, about living in integrity with my own heart, about living from this place of listening to what feels true and what feels right. And I notice it feels easier to do that because I've been deeply steeping in a sense of love and support from myself, from God, from life itself. And I believe that that year-long love letter project helped me feel this deeper sense of trust, right? I've, I've mentioned that to you all. I felt so much trust for myself and for life come online through that process of of writing these love letters. And I felt this sense of noticing all the ways love was seeking me out. Love was sending messages and signals to me. And I can't help but think that the feeling that's so compelling, that Tigger yes feeling that's so compelling that wants to move, pull me forward is also a love signal. And I really trust in whatever comes from following that. And so many things I can tie into that, right? The obstacle is away. Yeah, any obstacles that arise, I really see how those are part of the path, part of what's helping me come into even deeper relationship with my heart, deeper relationship with God. What a gift. 
What a gift it all is. So, oh, this was such a juicy episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. Please, if you have any ideas, anything that you want to share, any concept you'd love me to spend time on, any books you think I could enjoy reading, write, write to me. We have an email, lovesignalspodcast at gmail.com. That's lovesignals, plural, podcast at gmail.com. And if you're enjoying this work, if you want to make sure that other people are aware of love signals, if you just want to support me, please subscribe, please rate, review, and share. You can share, you know, the whole podcast. You can share specific episodes that really lit you up. I encourage you to do that. It means so much to me when you all do that. And I love watching how this podcast is growing. And I love continuing to show up for this every week. So with that, I will leave you with our loving phrase. There is so much love here for you. May you continue to notice it more and more and feel love signals finding you throughout your day, today and every day. Okay. Take care.